don't bring it very often, right? You know, the, the, that's the problem, right? They don't bring it often enough nor consistent enough to be a, a, a threat throughout the course of the entire season, uh, and they fall yesterday against Destrehan. Also, we've got um, Hanville getting a 5-4 to four win over Lutcher. Boy, is Hanville tough, huh? They beat Lutcher 5-4. to four. That's South Lafouche's next opponent tomorrow. <laughs> Good luck. It's going to be a big challenge because the Hanville Tigers are rolling and they're playing some great baseball. Thibodeau beats Terrebonne 5-3. to three. Shane Trosclair's team gets a win over the Terrebonne Tigers in a big, big game, um, really for both teams. It improves Thibodeau's positioning in the postseason, and it alters and hurts Terrebonne's chances to try to get into the top 24. 4A. Boy, we had a surprising result. Ellender Memorial loses to Assumption. <clears throat> hey, a lot of folks would say, I ah, no big surprise. This is a surprise. It was 6-5. to five. Assumption nearly falls to Ellender. Ellender is tough, man. Ellender's been on a losing streak, right? They've been losing a lot lately. But, boy, when they bring it and when they got one of their premium arms and one of their top guys, they could scare the daylights out of you. They did that to Assumption yesterday in a 6-5 to five ball game. So kudos to the Patriots for playing tough, but also kudos to Assumption for finding a way to win. Um, also in our local 4A district, as we said, we got South Lafouche getting a one-run win, 3-2 to over Morgan City. The Tarpons take care of business, and they're trying to start themselves a little win streak, right? Like they're trying to figure some things out. It's going to take a bunch of wins for South Lafouche to maybe make the playoffs. It's going to take a bunch of wins to you know try to crack into the top 24, uh, but they got one yesterday over a 12-win Morgan City team. Vanderbilt, maybe the hottest team in our area are the Vanderbilt Terriers. They get a 7-2 win over South Terrebonne, South Terrebonne, rather. And on the flip side to that, South Terrebonne's been on a little bit of a skid. You know, they were one of the top teams in the area coming into district play, but district play has not treated them well. They fall to Lutcher, they fall to Vanderbilt. It's been a little bit of a grind for the Gators in recent days, and the Terriers got them yesterday. Berwick beats up on St. James 12-2. E.D. White beats up on Donaldsonville 29 to nothing. Yeah, that's not a typo. 29 to nothing. Patterson falls to Riverside Academy 12 to nothing yesterday. Riverside gets a victory over the Lumberjacks. <clears throat> um, and then let's see. Now we go to 2A. Home of Christian School was off, so we go to single A. Covenant Christian Academy beat Highland Baptist 10 to nothing. Central Catholic falls to Ascension Catholic 6 to nothing. So those are our local scores of interest from yesterday. Now... Let's go back to Wednesday, because we did have a bunch of games on Wednesday, right? And I was, I didn't do a show yesterday, so I couldn't tell you any of those scores nor the, any of those results. Uh, Destrehan beats Newman 12 to nothing. The Wildcats get a big win over Isidore Newman. East St. John falls to St. James 9 to 7. South Lafouche beats HL Bourgeois 8 to 1. Again, these are Wednesday scores, uh, scores from Wednesday's games. Um, Catholic Point Capi beats Terrebonne 8 to 3. Terrebonne in a little bit of a skid, man. They're going to have to figure a way out of that. Uh, it's going to be tough for them to make the postseason. Lutcher in the game of the day on Wednesday puts it on South Terrebonne. They get a 10-3 victory over South Terrebonne. Lutcher's offense is very good and very deep, and they could hit you in a lot of different directions. Live Oak beat Assumption 8-7 on Wednesday. That was a close one, very competitive game. Live Oak's got a bunch, a bunch of wins. They're a great 5A team. They beat Assumption by a run. Vanderbilt gets by Morgan City 6-3 on Wednesday. Good matchup there. Morgan City played well. I <clears throat> was talking to some of the Morgan City coaches yesterday, man, and their staff was just kind of telling me, like, 
yeah, we're losing some close ones to some good teams. And their logic and reasoning is that, like, our kids just don't realize how good they are yet. And, you know, that's that's tough. That's a challenge. you got a program that's historically known for losing games. It's hard to get those boys to realize, hey, like, it doesn't always have to be this way. Central Private beat home a Christian on Wednesday 5-3. to three. They get a victory over Butch and the, the Christian Warriors. And CCA got it put on them pretty good by St. Charles 11-1 to one in a matchup of a 2A school versus a 1A school. St. Charles is also more than just a 2A school. They're loaded to the gills 2A school, so they get a victory there. Now you look at some of our updated power rating numbers and see, you know, hey, how have the results of recent days impacted our local teams' outlooks? We've got some local teams that are fighting to try to stay alive, including some teams that maybe you wouldn't expect would be in this situation. Division One non-select. Thibodeau is comfortably in. They're sitting at number nine right now. They're rolling. They've got it going. Hanville sitting at number 19, so they've still got some work to do. South Terrebonne, they're in a little bit of a rut. They've got to figure it out. They're at 20 right now. they got less than a power point lead over the 24th team. They better start winning some games coming home. South Lafouche sitting at number 30. They have a two-powerpoint deficit to fill. More than a two-point, uh, no, more than a two-powerpoint deficit, about a two-and-a-half-powerpoint deficit to fill to climb from 31 to 24. It's doable, but you're going to have to win a whole lot coming home. You're going to have to win a whole lot and hope some of those teams above you lose some games to try to cover that gap. Terrebonne at 29, Central at 30, HL Bourgeois at 33, East St. John at 30, uh, at 40 rather. All those teams have got some work to do to try to get in. Division two, non-select, Lutcher's number two, Assumption's number three. Those teams are comfortably in. Those teams are going to be hosting all that good stuff. Ellender and Morgan City trying to hang on. Ellender's at number 20. Morgan City's at number 22. Those teams are trying to hold off the the surge, so to speak, and try to stay in the top 24. It's ridiculous that only 24 teams get in, by the way. But that's another argument for another day. (laughs) Division 2 select. Vanderbilt is charging, and they're charging hard. They have come all the way up to number 3 in the state with a 15-10 and record. They are the hottest team in our area they were out in the teens a couple weeks ago. Now they're all the way up to number three. E.D. White sitting at number four. Division three select. Homa Christian School is currently positioned at number 18 with a 9-11 and 11 record. They think that they're going to get an automatic bid because they think they're going to win their district. Um, but Homa Christian School would be in anyway right now as it stands. And then Division four select. CCA sitting at number nine with an 11-8 and eight record. Central Catholic sitting at number 14. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Chandler Guitros of South Lafouche Baseball. He's going to be excited. His Tarpons got a gutsy win yesterday. We'll chat with him about that in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-403-4623. 
That's 800-403-4623. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. It's Ford Truck Month at Calvin Braxton Ford, now offering 60-month 0.9 APR on all 2022 F-150s with $2,000 off MSRP. Get a great deal on all 2022 Explorers with $2,000 off MSRP. The sporty 2022 Ford Edge has $4,000 off MSRP. So now's the time to buy. Test drive one today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 LA1 in Lockport. Big town inventory, small town prices. Offers good till April 3rd. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide healthcare for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here, and we go to the phone lines for the first time today. And we will chat with South Lafouche High School baseball coach Jan Legitros. His team got their 11th win of the season last night, beating Morgan City in a nail-biter 3-2. to Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Hey, doing good, Casey. 
Yeah, man. Uh, good week for your team so far. You take one on the chin early in the week against Assumption, but then bounce back and get a couple of big ones. You get a victory over... Um, Oh, man, my memory just lost me. But you get the win over Morgan City, and then the night before that, H.L. Bourgeois. There you go. I, I, I'd forgotten the opponent. But you guys have a two-win week so far, two wins in a row, uh, defending your home field. And, look, you guys know this as well as I do. It's it's must-win time for the Tarpons. you got to start getting some wins. So to take care of that business, I'm sure, made you happy and made you proud. Absolutely, because uh, right now with the 2014 bracket and especially with being in Division One, there is literally not uh, much margin for error anymore. So it was great to get two games uh, this week, uh, that first uh, Monday game against Assumption. We didn't play well, and they are really, really good. I think that they were the best team that we played all year, uh, really the first team that took it to us like that all year. Everything else has kind of been some close losses. Uh, but it was good to see our kids fight through some uh, you know, some tough games. You know, we, we didn't do our best at the plate. Our, their pitching uh, on both days had a lot to do with that. But the players were able to grind through and pick up a couple of wins. Man, let's talk about this, bro. Um, I think it's ridiculous that there are 24 teams that make it in. I don't think that's right. I don't understand the reasoning for that. Um, there's so many different questions that I have to ask. And, you know, if the state wants to say, oh, well, we want to make sure the brackets are more competitive, blah, blah, blah. Then why are there 28 in basketball and only 24 in baseball? Have you guys ever gotten that explanation or that answer? Like, I don't understand why in the same list of teams you would have one sport that allows 28 in, but then another sport that allows 24. I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to tell you how much of an explanation I got is that I had to find out that we were getting moved from a newspaper article. You know, I, I've never <laughs> seen any, any language that was sent to the coaches from the state of Louisiana. Uh, I don't get it either. I think it's uh, taking opportunities away from kids uh, all around the state. So uh, I don't I don't get it. I guess uh, less baseball is what they're shooting for. I, I really don't know. Well, the thing of it is, bro, and, like, look, there's some teams. I'm going to read you a list of teams right now. Mandeville, North Shore, Zachary, Terrebonne, Chalmette, Central Lafouche, South Lafouche, Slidell. Like, y'all all would be out right now. And I think every team that I just listed there – is pretty damn good. And, and look, I know Chalmette's an exception. They're going to win their district, so they're actually going to probably get in. But either way, that doesn't change the statement that South Lafouche, Zachary, Mandeville, like those are some really good baseball programs that might miss out. And I think that it's going to actually end up hurting the postseason because a lot of those really good teams are not going to get the opportunity to play. Uh, look, I think so too, man. It, uh, you know, we we could argue over the numbers as far as whether we belong in Division One or Division Two, anything like that. Which, uh, you know, that's a whole different argument. But, you know, uh, only twenty four teams making the playoffs is, uh, you know, with this many good baseball teams, you're not getting uh, as as much quality baseball in the postseason as you can. I mean, you've seen upsets throughout the years, in, especially in Division One, where. You have these lower-seeded teams going upset, uh, higher-ranked teams. You look at Barb got knocked out in round one a couple of years ago by 32, I believe. Uh, just two years ago, Live Oak as a number three was bounced out in the first round by a 29 seed. So it happens more in Division One, especially. Um, you know, and now I can see on the, uh, the smaller bracket side, maybe limiting it because it's been a lot of lopsided games as you get to those, uh, you know, smaller schools. However, with the Five A or Division One schools, it's it's a gauntlet. You know, all forty two teams in there are pretty much quality baseball teams. So uh, definitely, uh, 
I really don't know what they think, Casey. <laughs> I got, no, I got you, bro. Uh, you got a big challenge tomorrow. You're taking on Hanville. They've got 14 wins. If you look at the nine losses, I mean, you're looking at Dutchtown. You're looking at Live Oak, West Monroe, Jesuit, Brother Martin, on and on and on. They've lost to the to the who's who. They have been outstanding this season. Big challenge tomorrow. How do you guys try to attack the Tigers on the road? Uh, so we're looking at a couple of different options, and uh, we're doing our due diligence today, getting as much information from across the state as possible on them. Uh, and, I mean, we, we saw them last year, and I thought they were excellent last year. And we uh, we saw them pretty early on, but they returned two players that I thought were just outstanding, and Aiden Machado and Ty Ontario up at the top of their lineup and in their infield. I mean, those are some, some great, great high school baseball players. Um so I'm kind of looking at two options right now. It's either uh, going with Mason and giving him a full start and, uh, you know, going at him, or depending on what we like matchup-wise offensively, it might be a day where we maybe start a Mason or a Brock and try to switch up our pitcher every time through the lineup just to give them different looks because they're going to challenge us a lot offensively. We have a lot of well-rested arms that we can use, and it could help Mason be a little fresher as we go into next week with five games being played next week. So that's kind of what I'm debating if I want to throw a different guy every time through the lineup or give Mason a true start and see how far he could go. Uh, we'll meet us coaches this afternoon and kind of make that decision. Then. Well, you touched on the next question I was going to ask is that, boy, uh, you guys do have a whole lot of baseball to play next week. And uh, I, the, the question I was going to ask is if future games dictate, you know, your decision making in, you know, your next game, because, yeah, you know, you, you would ideally like to save as much of your weaponry as possible, but at the same time, you know, if you get a chance to beat a 14-win 5A opponent, that'd be great too. It's like, I don't I don't envy your job, bro, because you guys got a lot of decisions, and the decisions that you make tomorrow are going to affect next week and are going to affect the rest of the season. Like, it's a tough decision, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think that we, to realistically stay within strike and distance to make the playoffs, probably got to win four out of our next six starting with Hawnville and then we have games next week against Riverdale uh Homa Christian Ascension Catholic Warren Easton and Ellender I think that if we win four out of the six we would stay within striking distance obviously winning six out of the six is going to be the plan that we go into as coaches but we also uh understand pitching wise we got to take at least four okay you can't go three and three or two and four or anything like that so uh that, that's kind of what we're looking at right now seeing what kind of matchup favors best uh, we know Hanzo's a lot of first pitch, uh, you know, free swingers, so we might, you know, definitely going to try to pitch backwards. So we're going to have to have guys throw good with the off speed and be able to get it over for strikes. So uh, that's kind of our decision right now is, uh, you know, I'm kind of framing it how to best set us up to win at least four out of the six games. I loved yesterday the conversation that Matt Jalbert had with your team after the game. Matt Jalbert is a former Tarpon player. Showed up after the game, wanted to go speak with the guys, let them know, hey, you know, I'm behind you, I'm supporting you. And he told a great story that I think could resonate with you with anybody. Like, it's like, hey, hey, I thought I was a, a middle-of-the-order guy, got in a little slump, went down to the nine-hole, started seeing some better pitches, got hot, stayed in the nine-hole, helped my team, had the option to move back up in the lineup, but chose to stay there. And the message basically was, hey, just do whatever you can to help the team. No matter what it is, just do whatever you can to help the team. And you got a couple of boys that have maybe fluctuated a little bit into the lineup or, or, you know, up and down or maybe even in and out. And I'm sure it is a little frustrating to them sometimes, but I thought that yesterday hearing it from Matt is going to probably resonate with those guys. And I thought that he gave a great little post-game speech to your crew. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. And, uh, look, Matt Jalbert is not just one of my favorite players, of course, but one of the my favorite human beings that I've ever encountered in my life. He's just such a great person. And, uh, 
he uh, we just saw him after the game and said, hey, come on, give the kids a little talk. And uh, he was great. And uh, look, it's true. I mean, I saw a lot of our bottom of the order kids' eyes light up a little bit. And uh, even Hayden Kiley, who's uh, hitting a nine hole for us right now, his eyes lit up and he's shaking his head, smiling. Yeah, yeah, I do get a lot of fastballs in here. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, look, it's about buying in and wanting to win. We need guys who want to win games, no matter what's asked of you, no matter what your job is, what your role. What can you do to put our team in the best position to be successful? And look, uh, we do it defensively too. You might have a guy that's better at one position uh, than the guy who's playing there. However, to get you both into the lineup, you need to move here so I could get him in here because maybe he can't play anywhere, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's about the puzzle pieces fitting together and everybody selling out and doing their role, worrying about what your job is. And that's how you have good team success. It was crazy. I show up to the park yesterday, and I'm talking with, with Coach Brian Curall, and he's telling me, yeah, you know, Jacob's got a hurt back, and he's sick, and, you know, he's got sinus infection, and came home after school, went straight to bed, and I'm thinking, well, he's going to have a tough time on the mound. Yeah, no, nah, he didn't. He went seven innings, complete game, only allowed two runs. He was outstanding. It's crazy, man. Only his second start of the season. The arm looks good. He looks comfortable, and he gave you a big, big start yesterday. Yeah, look, he's been excellent the last two starts. Uh, you know, it, it's tempting. It's like a, a, a kid at Christmas. Whenever you get, you see that package laid out at the Christmas uh, tree, you don't want to open it too early and, and ruin the excitement for later. Our uh, our coaching staff, especially Coach Angelette, really did a good job, and we really let uh, Jacob take his time, get back to full health. Uh, started him with a little bit of a shorter leash last week against Lutcher. He did phenomenal, kept him at about 80 pitches. We made sure, even though we wanted to, you know, maybe send him out a little bit earlier, uh, we wanted to make sure we gave him the full seven days rest after he tweaked his back a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, happy that he was able to stay patient and be honest and open with the coaching staff because it led to two tremendous starts. He gave us an opportunity to beat Lutcher in a game that we very, uh, you know, we very well could have won with his effort. And then yesterday, without the effort that he gives us, we probably don't win. You know, he, uh, he shut him down. The only two, uh, he allowed one free pass the whole game. That run scored, and the other run that was scored was off of an error. So he, uh, he did his job. He did his job. I believe we had him at like uh, 69% of winning the 1-1 count, which is outstanding. He was over 65% strikes, over 62% first pitch strikes, which is kind of our standard. Uh, so just a tremendous effort from Jacob, and I think he's full go and, uh, you know, ready to uh, compete as much as he can now. Ponda, you guys, last question, I'll leave you with this. You guys had a lot of leadoff batters reach yesterday. You guys got a lot of leadoff walks or leadoff singles or whatever it may be, but not a lot of those guys came around to score. It feels like getting on base right now isn't the challenge. It's figuring out the ways to get them all the way around once they're on base that's the challenge. Getting those timely hits has been a problem. How do you guys rectify that going forward? Look, we uh, we got to have better at-bats, plain and simple. Um you know, I think the bunting was a little bit better last night, but that was something that we were so good at early in the year. And once we started playing so many games, we lost reps at practice because you're just playing. And uh, for whatever reason, I think technique hadn't been as well with the bunt game. We've been kind of stabbing at the ball. And uh, look, at just a younger, inexperienced group. we got to rep it more. So today we're taking team pictures and we're staying after and probably bunting and swinging back for about an hour uh, because we, we just got to rep it. You know, it's hard to find time during the season when you play so much. 
but we need better approaches at the plate. Uh, it's something that we hope to rectify. Uh, the more games we get under our belt, hopefully it starts to rectify itself. No doubt. Brother, thanks so much for the time. Have a great rest of the day. Good luck tomorrow, partner. All right, Casey. That's Coach Chandler Guitro is doing a good job, as always. Tarpons get a big win yesterday. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to talk about some things happening in the world of sports. Pelicans got a big win yesterday. All that good stuff. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with the all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the confident and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevy Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, The Back Road, 325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Gambling can be exciting, but it can get out of control. If you choose to gamble, you should have a solid game plan. Set a budget, know your limits, use licensed regulated operators, and bet responsibly. If you're struggling with problem gambling that's disrupting your life, you're not alone. Call the Louisiana Problem Gamblers Helpline at 1-877-770-STOP. This confidential referral line provides help 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hi, I'm Susan Wolverton, Account Executive for KLEB's 1600 AM, The Raging Cajun. I have the experience to help you work out an effective marketing plan for your business. I will sit down with you and personalize an effective advertising plan to fit your budget today. Call me, Susan Wolverton, Account Executive for KLEB's 1600 AM, The Raging Cajun. Call me at 798-7792. Call me! Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. 
El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Man, 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 perfect theme song. Cody Rhodes, it's WrestleMania weekend. Cody Rhodes is going for it all. Trying to finish the story. WrestleMania begins tomorrow. Um, A little surprising to see that John Cena and Austin Theory will be the main event of tomorrow's first night. That just leads me to believe that WWE has some pretty interesting and pretty big things planned for that match, perhaps. Maybe a surprise or two. Maybe something we're not expecting for that match. But either way, uh, we've got the full two nights of wrestling out in Los Angeles. Cannot wait to see how that one is going to shake itself out. Um, Just super jacked up, super fired up. Okay, now let's get to this. Um, The New Orleans Pelicans proved me wrong yesterday, right? Sort of. Sort of proved me wrong. I said on Wednesday's show to forget about the game against the Nuggets because that was going to be a loss and to focus on the homestand. And the Pelicans showed up yesterday and blasted Denver on the road and kind of made me look like a dummy, I guess. But I'm obviously, whenever I made the statement that I made, I wasn't realizing that Jokic wasn't going to play for Denver, right? So that kind of twists things around a little bit, but the Pelicans do take care of business. They get back above 500. They're 39 and 38. <clears throat> it's growing in exceedingly likely that New Orleans is going to get in. You know, you look at it, they're currently sitting at number seven. Um, they're tied with the Timberwolves, but I have the tiebreaker there. They're half a game ahead of the Lakers. Um, they're one game up on the Thunder. So they're going to be somewhere in that 7-10 to 10 range, I think. Um, so now the, the, the thing is, is what do you do with Zion, right? He's growing antsy. He wants to play. 
he's out there. He's getting shots up in warm-ups, and he's going through you know some pregame stuff. He's doing some on-court stuff. He's getting reevaluated in a week. What do you do with Zion Williamson? Should he get back into line? Should he get cleared? Do you bring him back, put him right into the starting lineup right away? Do you bring him back and play him 35, 40 minutes a game? Yeah, that's not likely, right? You're going to likely massage him back slowly, ease him back slowly. A, because of the conditioning side of things. <clears throat> B, because you don't want him to you know, pull that thing again, and then he's done for the rest of the season and then some of the offseason. No, you don't want to do that. So that's the biggest and number one thing is, is, is how do you massage him back into the lineup in a way that allows him to do all of the Zion Williamson stuff that we know and love but that also allows the team to be still playing with the flow that they're playing with now. And that's a little bit of a, of a juggling act, right? That's not the easiest thing to do. So that'll be curious to see how the Pelicans massage that. Tomorrow, they're playing the Clippers at home. Tuesday, they're playing the Kings at home. Pelicans fans, we've got to do better, man. You could go on StubHub right now for a game between the Pelicans and the Kings. A Sacramento Kings team, mind you, that's currently the number three seed in the West is one of the best teams in the NBA. It's a Tuesday game. You could go and stuff up right now and get a ticket for $4. Cheaper to get into a Pelicans game than it is to get into a high school varsity basketball game. That's inexcusable. We've got to do better. That's the type of stuff playing. And and look, this is all based on supply and demand, right? So if the tickets are $4, that means there's probably a ton of them available. Which means that the game probably won't even be close to a sellout. Down the stretch, competing for a playoff spot. And you're having to give tickets away to a home game against a quality opponent. That's not good enough. And if it's a matter of people don't feel safe going to the arena, then hey, I understand that. I'm one of them. I haven't gone to a game this year for that exact reason. But if that's truly what's keeping the masses away, And we've got to figure out something else. Sorry, I just had to turn down the mic to sneeze. If that's what's keeping people away, is that they don't want to go because of the arena safety and you know they're afraid their car's going to get broken into, whatever. We've got to figure out something else. We've got to do something different because that is absolutely inexcusable to think that right now, four bucks could get you a ticket to one of the hottest tickets in the NBA next Tuesday. That's inexcusable, and and the Pelicans got to do better. They've got to figure out a way to make basketball matter more to people all the time. I get it. There were some big crowds early in the year when the team was 22-12, and 23-12, and 12, and the team was playing well, they, they, but they've got to figure out a way to, to have that consistently. Got to be able to have that consistently. And again, if, if security is the issue, <clears throat> then there's got to be some sort of drastic changes.
There's got to be some sort of way that we could get that right. Because what we're doing right now just simply just simply is not good enough. It's just not good enough. So the Pelicans have a four-game homestand, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. All winnable games, but all games that are going to be tough. The Clippers, Kings, Grizzlies, and Knicks, that's all going to be some tough games. And if they go 2-2 two and two in that stretch, they'll probably clinch their spot in. Uh, if they go 3-1, and 4-0, and oh, hey, they maybe even have a chance to get into the top six and avoid the playing tournament altogether. So that's where New Orleans is right now. They're trying to uh, continue their little hot stretch. They're playing better basketball as of late. They're playing their best basketball at the right time, which is exciting to see. And they got a win over Denver yesterday. Uh, and look, kudos to them. I didn't think that they were going to win that game. And it would be easy to whine and belly, oh, well, Jokic, it doesn't matter. Jokic wasn't out. You did what you had to do last night on the road in a tough place to play against a Denver team that still is one of the best teams in the NBA. You did what you had to do. Their best player was out. I don't care. You locked them up. You beat them bad. You did what you had to do. You got a big, big win and a win that should catapult you or help you catapult yourself into that position. So kudos to New Orleans for making that happen. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll get to our mailbag. We'll answer all the questions that you all have had. We wanted to do that on Wednesday, but we ran long with Taylor Griffin. We'll be right back after this. It's play-by-play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control need you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. So Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. 800-319-6697. 
animal shelters everywhere are struggling. Many are seeing pets adopted during the pandemic being returned due to staggering inflation. Lafouche Parish is no different. Launch LaVille nonprofit has come up with a way to help with the first ever Boulettes and Balloon Fest, starting with the Balloon Glow on Friday, March 31st from 5 until 10 p.m. and Saturday, April 1st, 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Enjoy great food, music, and local crafts at Oak Ridge Park in Golden Meadow. Visit LouisianaTravel.com to plan your trip today. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. y'all have some festival fun around the state march 31st through april 2nd market at the mill in new roads april 1st grant parish dogwood festival and boulette festival and hot air balloon show in golden meadow april 1st and 2nd cajun woodstock and church point and pirates of the pontchartrain festival in hammond so make your plans to laissez-les-bon-temps-roulet this is lieutenant governor billy nungesser plan your road trip at louisianaisatrip.com Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Jistler here. Hope you guys are enjoying your Friday. We are getting to our mailbag portion of the show. If you've got a mailbag question for me, I'm at Casey underscore Jistler on Twitter. JistlerCasey at gmail.com. <clears throat> Casey Jistler on Facebook. Find a way, like text me if you got my name, like find a way to get to me. I have buddies screaming at me i don't know what he has for me but i think he's got somebody that says it's gonna be calling in in just a second so we'll maybe get to that but we've got our mailbag <coughs> excuse me that we'll get to in this segment of the show a listener wants to know give me some mlb predictions that you have for this year um 
Boy, I love Major League Baseball, and I loved watching opening day yesterday. I really enjoyed watching opening day yesterday. It was great to see the new rules. I thought the new rules added to the game, made the game faster. That you know, There was never any downtime. I thought that that was very good. Um, let's see if we could get this caller on the line. One second. We've got someone calling in. Hello, this is uh, Casey Discord play-by-play. What's going on? Yeah, good morning. Good afternoon, Casey. Uh, first time caller, man. I was thinking last night watching the Pelicans game. I'm an avid listener. And I heard you say that the Pelicans are going to guarantee. Yep. And I said I wanted to see if you were man enough to, to call yourself, you know, call yourself out, which you did. Yep. So I got to give you kudos. But, uh, but you know, look, look what Zion and look. I mean, that's like the Michael Thomas. When he's there, he's there. he ain't nobody better. He makes the team better. Uh, you know, uh, me too. I'm short, I'm short views on Michael Thomas, but you know what that spark that that guy's going to give David Carr and the Saints when yeah. he's on the field? No, you're right. Look, yeah, you know, those guys, with the money they're making, they can't play with a toe injury and this and that. It's like, come on, bro. The money, you know, me, I would cut that out. Do everything's incentives, pay you by incentives and playing time. Other than that, you know, and and make that escalate the salary into that. But uh, kudos to your show, man. Uh, when I don't, and like you said, I'm usually working or in the yard and playing around, and I wait for 11:30 to come because you know I'm tired of hearing Ken's old story. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's time to put him out to the pasture. But, uh, you know, kind of upset when I don't hear you, but they play some good music, which keeps us all going. And uh, you do a great job. You're just Claire. I'm probably related to you somewhere because that's some part of my family. So, uh, What's your name? But kudos, uh, Mitch Danos. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, yeah. I know who you are. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if we're related, but I definitely know who you are. Yeah, I saw you yesterday riding in, in your car with a hoodie. I said, man, I'm times change. You know what I'm saying? I said, it, it ain't winter time. He's got that hoodie on in his car. Yeah. But, no. uh, like I say, you do a damn good job. It's good for the community and uh, keeps everybody updated. And uh, continue to do what you do. And I'll call in and voice my opinion because uh, I had a good game last night with LSU baseball. That, that yes. Was, uh, Top caliber game. Uh, what they had 13,000 people. Uh, you can't act for atmosphere like that. And every time the coach would come out, they'd boo him. Yeah, so I like that. You know what I mean? Going to be switching channels tonight between both Tigers. So uh, I don't know. Uh, Virginia's the number one seed, and the Tigers are uh, favored. That seems kind of odd, huh? Seems a little bit odd to me. I was mentioning that yesterday at the casino when I was doing the betting show. It feels like they're trying to trap us a little bit, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Mokey and the Lady Tigers could pull it out. Yeah, and uh, like you said, I mean, just like uh, last Miami's game, uh, you yourself included, and all the other guys were saying Michigan was going to give them more of a game than, uh, you know, down the road. It's like, oh, they already given them, you know, a tough thing or a loss. So, uh, like I said, uh, I'm a big sports fan. You know, all my life played South LaFouche. Kind of partial to the Vanderbilt uh, baseball in the coaches' finest. That's a good program. It's, uh, with the money Salt LaFouche got and the, and the facilities Vanderbilt has, no way and no reason why Salt LaFouche 
baseball and all facilities in sports shouldn't have the same. Yeah. No, look, it, I, I hear you there. Look, Vanderbilt's gotten hot, partner. They got a, a couple of big, big wins lately. They're rolling, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, man, look at the champions one year and down to rebuild. But uh, that dude right there, bro, he's got something special with him. You could, When you talk to him, you know he's a good Christian man and wants nothing but the best for the kids, you know, and the school. So he represents them well. And uh, I'll hang up. And continue to do a good job, buddy. Thank you, man. You have a great day. You too, bro. Bye-bye. I want to thank that listener so much for calling and listening to the show. We always appreciate you guys' feedback. We don't often open up the phone lines. It's not because I'm, you know, stuck up and don't want to talk to you guys. It's because I'm over here. I'm, I'm the producer. I'm the radio guy. I'm playing the commercials. I'll be honest. I just don't look at the phone most of the time because I'm looking at my laptop and trying to figure some things out. But if you guys could coordinate a call, we're more than happy to have you guys on throughout the course of the show. Uh, So MLB predictions, that was the the listener question. Um, I mean, I could give you some really cheap ones, right? I mean, oh, I think the Dodgers are going to be good. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) I think the Braves are going to be strong. Um, But to get some more, like like I think the Angels are going to still disappoint. Watched them yesterday. Their offense still isn't any good. I don't know how you could have Otani and Trout and your offense not be any good, but they find a way. Annually, they find a way. Um, I think the Orioles are going to surprise people in the American League East and maybe even have a chance to win the American League East. Um, I think that in the Central, uh, the White Sox are going to have a good season. The White Sox had so many things go wrong for them last year. They can't possibly have the injury luck that they had last year again. They can't possibly lose as many closed games again as they did. Like, I like the White Sox in that division. Um, I think that you're going to see a ton of stolen bases. I think you're going to see a ton more offense. I think that you're going to see a whole lot of... um, changes to to the way that we view and perceive and watch the game because of the rule changes look man <clears throat> i watched yesterday <clears throat> and i said openly on this show throughout the offseason yeah i don't know if i like the rule changes or not but i'll wait and see i watched yesterday i gotta tell you I, i'm a big fan big 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 fan um <clears throat> just watching it play out and seeing the way that like there's never any downtime ever as soon as you get the ball as a pitcher, you're going. You're having to throw. And I like that. I think that that's a great thing for this sport. I like the fact that running is now part of the sport again. I think it's good all around. Um, Next question comes from a listener who wants to chime in. Uh, Casey, what do you make of Justin Payne being hired as the new women's basketball coach at Nichols? Um, this was actually a question that I got earlier today because the news was reported earlier today that Justin Payne was coming back home and was going to Nickel State University. Uh, a grand slam home run uh, would be the way that I would explain. I mean, look, the, the dude has been at Nichols before and has had success. The dude was an assistant women's basketball coach at Nichols at a time when the program was at its peak. <clears throat> and frankly, immediately after leaving, um, Things kind of changed. Like their recruiting suffered a little bit. <clears throat> they started getting less talented players into the program, started missing on some of those players that they were trying to get. And it hurt. It hurt. There's no doubt about that. It hurt. And, and 
You know, Justin Payne went on off to Georgia Southwestern and had big success. Built that program up. They made the NCAA tournament for Division II this past season. To win and succeed at Nichols, you have to know how to win at Nichols. You have to know and understand that Thibodeau is a unique place with a unique set of challenges. There's not a whole lot of budgeting, and like there's you gotta do it with elbow grease, manpower, the Cajun way, like do more with less. And a lot of times Nichols will bring in these, I call them carpet baggers, but these coaches from other places that don't understand that and don't understand how it works in Thibodeau. And they may be a big old fancy pants name and have won and have done so many different things, but they don't understand how it works in Thibodeau and they get lost in the shuffle. They get frustrated. They leave. They flake out, whatever it may be. Knowing what the situation is, is seven-tenths of the battle at Nichols. Justin Payne's going to know what the situation is, and I think he's going to do an excellent job. Casey, which NCAA team do you fear most for the LSU baseball team? Um, None? <laughs> like, I know that sounds arrogant, right? But I think that if LSU plays their best, like, they're the best team. Um, Florida, I guess. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's always a concern, right? Because they've got such elite-level pitching. Um, <clears throat> But, I mean, truly, I mean, look, you're an LSU team that you've started off your SEC schedule and you have played a murderer's row. Like, LSU has played the best of the best in the SEC so far, and they're 5-2. and two. I think they're going to win the weekend series with Tennessee. You know, you win yesterday's game. That's a big coup. But you have beaten the number 11 team in the country at that time on the road in that series. You have beaten the number 6 team in the country at home in that series. Now you're facing number 11 again, and it's looking exceedingly likely like you're going to win that. So, like, I don't think there's anything to fear. Like, you just go and play your best. Do your thing. Play your best. And I think you're going to be in a great spot by the time this is all said and done. Like, not a good spot, but a great spot by the time this is all said and done. Casey, what chance do you give the LSU women tonight? That's a great question. Um, I think that the LSU women, I mean, it's going to sound like a cop-out answer, so I apologize in advance for giving it. Um, it's 50-50, man. Like, Vegas thinks the same. It's 50, like, it's toss-up. LSU's a two-point favorite. That's Vegas telling you, yeah, we don't know who's going to win this game. We think it's going to be close. I'll say this, and I mentioned this yesterday over at the casino show. <clears throat> if LSU gets off to a strong start, I give them a great chance to win this game. Where I start to worry about LSU is if they have to play from behind against somebody. Because if you look at their NCAA tournament games so far, they've not really had to play from behind, right? They beat up on Hawaii early, beat up on Michigan early. The Utah game was kind of give and take back and forth, but they never really got behind eight, nine points. Miami was the same. They kind of always had the lead. If they fall behind... I don't know that LSU has the firepower to go on a quick 8-0 run to to offset that, right? Because it's an LSU team that primarily gets a lot of their scoring in the paint or the free throw line. They don't make a lot of three-pointers. They're almost like the basketball version of like Navy football, right? 
they're going to just chip away, chip away, chip away, get a couple of buckets here and there, win a low-scoring, ugly type of game. The last couple of games that they played have been that way. If they could play their style and continually have that little four, six-point lead, maybe extended to 10 every once in a while, <clears throat> they're in great shape. But if they fall behind 11-4 to four and then 18-9 to nine and then they're having to chase and then they're having to extend their defense and they got to start pre- – that's not what they want. That's not what they want. And that's what Virginia Tech's going to try to do to them. Virginia Tech's going to try to speed them up. <clears throat> I don't know if they could do that successfully or not, but that's what they're going to try to do. Virginia Tech scored 84 points in their last game. LSU scored 54 points in their last game. Both teams won their last game, but it just goes to show if this game's in the 70s or in the 80s, it probably favors Virginia Tech. If LSU could play with the lead early, slow the game down, then it probably favors them. What top seed would the New Orleans Pelicans be most likely to upset? Um, I don't know. You know th- this one, this is a really good question, and I thank the listener who asked it. Because there are so many people who um, assume <clears throat> that the Sacramento Kings are just lambs for the slaughter, right? The Kings are sitting at 46 and 30. They're the three seed right now. And there are so many people that just assume, okay, Sacramento's going to get in and they're going to get bounced out in the first round by the Warriors or by the Clippers or by whoever. I'm not necessarily one of those people. To me, I think the most likely upset for New Orleans would be beating the Memphis Grizzlies. I think that New Orleans would have the best opportunity to beat Memphis for a couple reasons. <clears throat> I think that New Orleans would have, and I'm, I'm assuming that Zion will be back for the playoffs, and maybe that's an assumption that I shouldn't be making, but I'm assuming that he'll be back. I think New Orleans would have a decisive advantage in the paint that they could take advantage of there with Memphis. I think New Orleans has enough variety of options to keep Ja Morant out of the lane, keep him slowed down. And I just think it's a better matchup. You face the Kings, boy, it's tough. The Kings score 121 points per game. They lead the NBA in scoring. They play with a frenetic, we're getting up and down the court, we're running you into the ground type of pace. That's tough to keep up with. And I don't know that I would necessarily want New Orleans to have to face that in a seven-game series. So I would say Memphis, you don't want to face the Suns. That's Durant and Paul and you know Booker. And like, like, you know that the officials would be giving them call. You don't want to deal with that. I, I don't think you want to deal with Denver when Jokic is there and you're playing in altitude. I don't think you want to deal with that. So I think that it would actually be the Grizzlies over the Kings as the matchup that I would most want New Orleans to have. Casey, on a wrestling front, will we see The Rock this weekend at WrestleMania? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think we will. <clears throat> now, will he be in the ring throwing punches and fighting Roman Reigns? And Nah, I don't know about all that. Uh, but just strictly, will we see him? It's in Hollywood, man. Yeah, I think that the, the story just writes itself. I think it makes sense. I think we are going to see The Rock this weekend in some form or capacity. He posted a picture of himself on Instagram yesterday, or late uh, late last night, rather, you know, where he was. 
He was in an airplane. You draw those conclusions. Where, oh, where is The Rock headed for the weekend? I think the answer is Hollywood. I think that he is going to be at WrestleMania. I think he's going to appear. Don't know if he'll get physical, but I do think he's going to be there. Casey, do you think Tom Brady comes out of retirement again? There have been a lot of whispers about this topic as of late as a lot of folks are not convinced that Brady's actually going to retire. They think that whenever we get to train, training camp, he's going to get the itch and he's going to want to come back. Um, <clears throat> I'll say this, and, and look, he's a free agent now, so what I'm saying, it, it really doesn't matter, but he could very easily escape from Tampa because he's not obligated to be in Tampa. But I'll say this, if he does come back, it certainly will not be with the Buccaneers. I like Not at all. <clears throat> I could see maybe Brady coming out of retirement very late in camp or early in the season if a if a contending team has an injury at quarterback and gives him a call and says, hey, look, Tom, um, let's go try to win the championship. But just as it stands right now, I don't know how likely that's going to be for Brady because... Like, most teams have their quarterback right now. That's, we're at a weird point in the NFL's history where usually quarterbacks are <clears throat> such a commodity, right? And teams would bend over backwards to try to get the right guy and the one that they want and their franchise guy and whatever cliche you want to use. But right now... Everybody's pretty content at the position. Like That's part of the reason why Lamar Jackson doesn't have a big trade market. Yeah, it's because I think he's kind of a flake, right? We've documented that. But I think another part of it, like everybody just is kind of okay with what they got. The Jets are trying to get Aaron Rodgers. New England would maybe be looking. The Bills got Allen. The Dolphins got Tua. Baltimore looks like it would be Lamar Jackson or you know maybe they make a trade, whatever. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, Cleveland, you know, Watson. The Steelers got their rookie. The Texans are going to, you know, probably draft somebody. The the Colts are maybe looking, but that's not a contender. That's not something Tom Brady would want. You know, you got Trevor Lawrence. The teams that need somebody are teams that are not in contention and are teams that maybe are, quite frankly, not trying to win very much next year so that they, they, can, they can maybe get Caleb Williams out of USC. So I think that it's, it's, it's landlocked. And barring like Dak Prescott getting hurt in training camp and Dallas needing a quarterback, or barring you know whoever uh, it may the 49ers having a quarterback injury or you know whatever, I don't think that that would be that situation. Because Brady's not going to rebuild, right? He's he's closer to 50 than he is to 40. He's not going to rebuild. He's going to win right now at this very second. So unless if that situation opens up for him, then I would say that no, it is not likely that he would come out of retirement. <clears throat> Last question comes from a listener who says, hey, Vanderbilt Catholic or Assumption for the 4A baseball district title. Both teams are undefeated. Who do you favor to win it? <sighs> Man. Let me pull up the schedules. But look. I said openly on this show that I thought Assumption was the best team that I had seen all year. But then you look at recent results and you see that Vanderbilt has beaten Lutcher, has beaten South Terrebonne, 
has taken two out of three from Covington. And it really makes you kind of change your tune a little bit. Vanderbilt's obviously got a dominant arm. Or two, quite frankly. <laughs> but they've obviously got dominant starting pitching. Because if you hold Lutcher to three runs, you hold South Terrible to two runs, you've got dominant pitching. But Assumption staff has been the best staff in the area all year. The two teams are going to face one another on April 11th. Man, I, I'm going to lean Vanderbilt. But I could truly see that going either way because I think both are incredible. I do. I, I think both teams are excellent. But I'm going to lean Vanderbilt because I like the team that has an arm that could shut out anybody. And if you're holding Lutcher to three, you're holding South Terrible to two, they've obviously got that dominant guy that could hold down any offense. So that's where I'm going to lean for them. <clears throat> that was our mailbag. Boy, we had some tough ones. Had some tough questions that we had to get answered. <clears throat> Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we'll talk some LSU baseball. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. What's up? This is Casey Gisclair, and this is why I choose State Bank for all my banking needs. State Bank is a local bank, which means you get a taste of home when you walk through the doors. The bank's motto is Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it, and that's for a reason, because you're always greeted by a real banker who provides smiling service. But State Bank also has the latest banking technologies, which means you get the best without having to sacrifice that personal touch that we all love. So go visit them today at one of their many locations. They're proud bankers serving a proud community. Resilient bankers serving a resilient community at State Bank. Now 70 years strong. It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
A deadly surge is plaguing our state. Domestic homicides. Louisiana now ranks fifth nationally in these deaths. According to the NCADV, the presence of a firearm in a domestic violence situation increases the risk of homicide by 500%. But Louisiana has laws to help keep these weapons out of the hands of domestic abusers. Learn about the firearm divestiture program by contacting your sheriff's office or visiting aggjefflandry.com. This PSA was supported by subgrant number 5336 awarded by the Louisiana Commission on Law Enforcement for the Stop Forming the Grant Program. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication, a network built for every possibility, internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future, the next level in communications. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at letsrev.com. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We'll wrap up with some betting picks, but then we'll we'll first talk about some LSU baseball. The Tigers get a C or series opening rather victory over Tennessee last night, five to two. Um, here's here's the challenge, man. You've got to decide as a coach what you want to do and how you want to attack this LSU team because. There are a lot of traps and a lot of pitfalls that could potentially jump up and get you if you make the wrong decisions. Paul Skeens is out of this world good. Seven innings yesterday, 12 strikeouts, 107 pitches, one run allowed, five hits. He only walked one. He's the best college baseball pitcher in the country. And Tennessee did an outstanding job <clears throat> countering him with a starter that was good and then with a reliever who was good. And, and But here's the issue. And I asked Joe Tuton about this, and he agreed, and I, I think that this is the right way to handle it. At some point during the course of the season, if you're an opposing SEC baseball coach, you got to stop throwing your number one against Skeens. I would throw my number two or my number three against Skeens and try to position myself for the rest of the weekend because here's what Tennessee did last night. Tennessee used their top arm, Chase Dolander, and they burned their elite closer and made him throw 52 pitches, all pushing, all in, to try to win that Friday night game, which was actually on a Thursday. But that first game of the series win against Skeens And then they lost. So now here's the challenge that Tennessee faces for the rest of the weekend. You are without your ace starting pitcher. You are without your ace closer. 
you've got to now figure out ways to get out this dominant offense without your best guys for the rest of the weekend, knowing that they've got more in the tank offensively than you and more in the tank on the mound than you. And that's a big challenge. That's a big, big challenge. And that's the challenge that everybody faces every single weekend when you're facing LSU. Is that, yeah, it's so damn difficult to beat Skeens because he's incredible. He's going to hold you down on that Friday night. And if you hit him, you're going to be lucky. More than likely, you're going to lose a 4-1, 5-1 type of game. And then when you face or, or throw out your B and C list guys on the mound, then LSU's offense is going to win the game, and they're going to start winning games 12-5, to 13-6 type of thing. That was the lesson that Arkansas learned last week. And Arkansas was high in the sky. Big old big dog. Arkansas, you get a win. You beat Skeens. Awesome. You, you, know, you get that series opening win. They're going to sweep the series, some people were saying. And then LSU scored 26 runs in the final two games. That's the challenge, and that's where Tennessee's in a bind. I'm telling you, Tennessee's in a bind the rest of the weekend. They don't have their best arms. LSU's still got a couple of arms of their own. LSU's got the best offense. It's going to be tough for Tennessee the rest of the weekend to hold this LSU offense down. You did an okay job yesterday holding them down, right? Five to two game. You know, that's not. You hold LSU to five, you'll take that all day. But that was your best shot. Your best shot was not good enough. Now you got to start throwing jabs at them, and this is a team that hits jabs and hits jabs 470 feet over the scoreboard. So that's the challenge the rest of the weekend for Tennessee. That's the challenge for everybody else in the rest of the country is how do you piece together the three games of the weekend series? How do you maneuver that? How do you figure out what to do over the course of those three games? And I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. It's a quagmire. It's a difficult decision for these SEC coaches to have to make. Let's get some betting picks, and then we'll wrap up today's show. I want to thank everybody for listening to today's show, by the way. I want to thank Chandler Guitros for his time. <clears throat> Let's see. Today in the NBA, I like the 76ers and the Raptors to go over 224. I think there will be some points scored in that one. I like the Orlando Magic, minus one over the Wizards. The Magic are playing some good ball coming down the stretch. I think that they'll get a win there. Um, I like the Celtics, minus 10 over the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are in full-on, we-don't-want-to-win-anymore mode. They're tanking. They ain't trying to win. I like Boston to put it on them tonight pretty good. Lakers and the Timberwolves, I don't want to touch that one. I like over 231 for the Kings and the Blazers. The Blazers, again, Full-on tank mode. They're not trying to win. They're not trying to play hard. I think that the uh, Kings are going to score. We told you the Kings score 120 a game. They're going to score 140 tonight on Portland. And I like for that one to go over. NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament. I like under 133.5 for LSU and Virginia Tech. And I like South Carolina. I like South Carolina minus 11.5 to beat Iowa. I gave you guys this game yesterday over on the betting show. Iowa's a good story. They've got Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark is amazing. She's incredible. She's got all this talent and on and on and on and on. All the accolades and the adjectives we could express. She had a 40-point triple-double her last game. She's amazing. 
but you ain't beating South Carolina with a one-person offensive attack. I'm sorry you're not. They're going to figure out a way to slow her down. They're going to figure out a way to hold her from 35 points to 20 points. They're going to figure out a way to hold her from 50% shooting to 37% shooting. They're going to make her inefficient. And on the other end, they're going to pounce. They're going to do what they do. They're going to get the ball inside, into the paint. They're going to blow out Iowa tonight, win by 16, 17 points. And I like South Carolina to cover today in that matchup over in the women's NCAA tournament. Major League Baseball. I like under seven and a half runs for the Mets and the Marlins today. Dave Peterson throwing against Lazardo for the Marlins. I think that both teams are going to struggle to score. <clears throat> I like the Dodgers. Minus one and a half. Run line. I think that they're going to beat the Diamondbacks decisively. They did it yesterday. They'll do it again today. <clears throat> and I like uh, the Astros minus 146 money line to beat the Chicago White Sox. Houston lost yesterday. Houston doesn't usually lose twice in a row, especially at home. They're facing Lance Lynn, who's a tough customer, so it's not going to be easy. That's why I'm not taking the run line. But I do think that the Astros will take care of business defend their home field, and get a victory over the Chicago White Sox. These are not betting picks, right? Because it's not available to bet on. <clears throat> but WrestleMania, I like. They pull up the card. I'll give you full predictions. Give you full predictions on everybody that I think is going to win on the card, and then we'll wrap up today's show. Um, Let's see. On night one, I like Theory to go over John Cena. I like Rollins over Paul. I like damage control over Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch with Trish turning on Becky Lynch to set up a feud at SummerSlam. The men's tag match, oh, who cares, really, right? Uh, but I'll go with the Street Profits. I like Dominic over Ray. I like Rhea over Charlotte. I like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn over the Usos. <clears throat> Night two. I like Drew McIntyre. No, 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 I don't like Drew McIntyre. I like Gunther to prevail over Sheamus and McIntyre. I like Edge over Finn Balor. <clears throat> um, Rousey and Baszler in the women's tag. Belair over Asuka. Lesnar over Omas. And drumroll. Cody over Roman. I think that the championship reign is going to end. I think they're going to put the title on Cody. I think he's going to go over Roman, and I think he's going to reign as the new undisputed champion. And the most important thing from a WWE perspective is I think that when it happens, the crowd is going to go banana, as the late Pat Patterson would say. I think that there's going to be a huge reaction. I think that the crowd is fully behind this. I think this is what the fans want. I think that this is the story that People have been gravitating to, and I think that it's going to happen. I think the Roman Reigns era is going to end on Sunday, and I'll give you another prediction. I think The Rock is going to get involved. <clears throat> I just do. I don't know if it's going to be to cost Roman or if he's going to just distract Roman or you know just his presence. I don't know. I don't know if maybe after Roman loses, The Rock will come. I don't know, but I just think Dwayne Johnson is going to be involved. It makes too much sense. They've been keeping things with this story very tight to the vest. The Rock is posting pictures on Instagram of him flying. They're doing things very subtly, and I think Dwayne is going to be at the show, and I think Dwayne's going to be involved in the show, and I think that Cody's going to go over Roman with The Rock being 
part of the angle in some form or fashion. Let's wrap up right here. I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a great weekend. We've got the Sports Corner tomorrow from 10 to a little before 12. We've got to go out to Hanville. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.